Hello, friends. It's Scott. I hope that you had a great Thanksgiving. There's a new episode of New Creation Conversations coming this Wednesday. But on this first Monday of this Advent season, I wanted to introduce you to a new podcast we're trying called New Creation Common Prayer. It's a podcast that my son Caleb is putting together uh, to help us each morning during the Advent season to center our lives around the scripture text from the daily office. It also helps us to not just center our lives around the Word, but also to center our lives around some of the prayers and uh, creeds and some of the songs of this season. And so I hope that it is meaningful to you, and I wanted to introduce it to you this morning. Um, You can subscribe to it, New Creation Common Prayer, through Apple Podcasts, Spotify, other places where you you get your podcasts. Um, But this morning, I wanted to introduce it to you here at New Creation Conversations and invite you to, to journey with us as we not only center our lives around the coming new creation, Um, But we also invite the Lord to shape our eyes to see the coming of Christ each day as we encounter him, as as Mother Teresa used to say, in all of his distressing disguises, that we would be prepared for the coming of the Lord this season. And so thanks uh, for, for joining in and participating. Here is the first episode of New Creation Common Prayer. For much of church history, daily morning prayer services were a regular rhythm of the community's life together. Some traditions continue to keep this practice. Some families still practice daily devotions together in the morning or evening. But for many of us, daily communal prayer and worship simply doesn't fit into the regular rhythms of our busy lives. I hope this podcast is able to help with that, even just a little. Hello and welcome to New Creation Common Prayer, a daily devotion practice for followers of Christ. We begin today with an invitation to worship from Psalm 1. The truly happy person doesn't follow wicked advice, doesn't stand on the road of sinners, and doesn't sit with the disrespectful. Instead of doing those things, these persons love the Lord's instructions, and they recite God's instruction day and night. They are like a tree replanted by streams of water which bears fruit at just the right time and whose leaves don't fade. Whatever they do succeeds. That's not true for the wicked. They are like the dust that the wind blows away. And that's why the wicked will have no standing in the court of justice. Neither will sinners in the assembly of the righteous. The Lord is intimately acquainted with the ways of the righteous, but the way of the wicked is destroyed. Each day on this podcast, we will be reading from the Old Testament, the New Testament epistles, and gospel. As you might expect for this season of Advent, most of these readings will have to do with waiting and expectation. For example, today's texts all have to do with the expected return of God to the city of Jerusalem as foretold by the prophets in the Old Testament. However, in all of these texts, the return has unexpected consequences. The prophet Amos warns Israel that they may not be on the right side of God's divine justice. Peter reminds us in 2 Peter, in a more positive manner, the moral expectation placed on us by our calling as Christians. And Jesus' entry into Jerusalem in the Gospel of Matthew throws the expectation of everyone involved for a loop. God arrives to rule, but not how we expected. I don't know how these texts will speak to you today, but I know that they leave me open to the surprising and unexpected ways in which God is already at work, even as we await the final fulfillment of God's restoration and reign over God's new creation. Our Old Testament reading comes out of the book of the prophet Amos, chapter 2, beginning in verse 6. 
The Lord proclaims for three crimes of Israel and for four I won't hold back the punishment because they have sold the innocent for silver and those in need for a pair of sandals. They crush the head of the poor into the dust of the earth and push the afflicted out of the way. Father and son lay with the same young woman degrading my holy name. They stretch out beside every altar on garments taken in loan. In the house of their God, they drink wine bought with the fines they imposed. Yet I destroyed the Amorites before them, whose height was as tall as cedar trees, and whose strength was as strong as oak trees. I destroyed his fruit above and his roots below. Also, I brought you up out of the land of Egypt, and I led you forty years in the wilderness to lay claim to the land of the Amorite. I raised up some of your children to be prophets and some of your youth to be Nazarites. Isn't this so, people of Israel, says the Lord? But you made the Nazarites drink wine and commanded the prophets, saying, You won't prophesy. So now I I will oppress you, just like a cart is weighed down when it is full of harvested grain. Fast runners will find no refuge. The strong will lose their strength. The mighty will be unable to save their lives. Those who shoot the bow won't survive. Fast runners won't escape. Those who ride horses won't save them. The bravest warrior will flee away naked in that day, says the Lord. Our New Testament reading comes from the book of 2 Peter, chapter 1, beginning in verse 1. From Simon Peter, a slave and apostle of Jesus Christ. To those who received a faith equal to ours through the justice of our God and Savior, Jesus Christ. May you have more and more grace and peace through the knowledge of God and Jesus our Lord. By his divine power, the Lord has given us everything we need for life and godliness through the knowledge of the one who called us by his own honor and glory. Through his honor and glory, he has given us his precious and wonderful promises that you may share the divine nature and escape from the world's immorality that sinful craving produces. This is why you must make every effort to add moral excellence to your faith, and to moral excellence, knowledge, and to knowledge, self-control, and to self-control, endurance, and to endurance, godliness, and to godliness, affection for others, and to affections for others, love. If all these are yours and they are growing in you, They'll keep you from becoming inactive and unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Whoever lacks these things is short-sighted and blind, forgetting that they were cleansed from their past sins. Therefore, brothers and sisters, be eager to confirm your call and election. Do this and you will never ever be lost. In this way, you will receive a rich welcome into the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Gospel reading is from Matthew 21, verses 1-11. through 11. When they approached Jerusalem and came to Bethphage on the Mount of Olives, Jesus gave two disciples a task. He said to them, Go into the village over there. As soon as you enter, you will find a donkey tied up and a colt with it. Untie them and bring them to me. If anybody says anything to you, say that the Lord needs it. He sent them off right away. Now this happened to fulfill what the prophet said, Say to daughter Zion, Look, your king is coming to you humble and riding on a donkey, and on a colt, the donkey's offspring. The disciples went and did just as Jesus had ordered them. They brought the donkey and the colt and laid their clothes on them. 
Then he sat on them. Now a large crowd spread their clothes on the road. Others cut palm branches off the trees and spread them on the road. The crowds in front of him and behind him shouted, Hosanna to the son of David, blessings on the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. And when they entered Jerusalem, the whole city was stirred up. Who is this? They asked. The crowds answered, It's the prophet Jesus from Nazareth in Galilee.
The Nicene Creed is a statement of Christian faith that goes back all the way to the year 325. It is a recitation of the common faith among all Christians about the triune God, the world, the church, and our future hope in God's restoration of the world. It holds a special place among Christian creeds of faith as the only creed that has been affirmed by the Protestant, Catholic, and Eastern Orthodox branches of Christianity. We'll be reciting it every devotion between our song and prayer time. If you know it, feel free to recite it along with me. If not, take this opportunity to listen to the core of our faith that has been handed down to us for 1900 years and beyond. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation he came down from heaven. By the power of the Holy Spirit he became incarnate from the Virgin Mary and was made man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father. With the Father and the Son, he is worshipped and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Let us enter into the morning with prayer for ourselves, our community, and the whole world. I invite you to lift up your prayer silently or out loud wherever you may find yourself listening and participating today. Let's pray. Lord God, we have heard your good news today. May it be that for us, good news, wherever we find ourselves, in circumstances good or bad, big or small. Lord, we pray for the church. May we be a witness to your resurrection life. We pray for those hurting and afflicted today. May you bring them peace, joy, and health. Lord, we pray for those whom we have hurt or offended, who we have wronged, who may consider us enemies. Help us to be peacemakers wherever we find ourselves today. Lord, we pray for those in our church who have given themselves over to our prayer. May they feel your comfort and strength today. Father, thank you for your many blessings, large and small, that were experienced yesterday and will be experienced today and tomorrow and the day after. Open our eyes to the joy of the new creation. In this Advent season, we wait expectantly for your arrival. May we not be caught unaware, but instead be good stewards of your world that so desperately needs your touch. Come quickly, Lord Jesus. And now let us pray the prayer our Lord taught us. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. 
For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. As we depart this time together, go with this blessing from Psalm 7. God is your shield. He saves those whose heart is right. God is a righteous judge, a God who is angry at evil every single day. God is already in action. Mischief backfires and violence boomerangs. But thanks be to God who makes things right. Sing praises to the name of the Lord Most High. Amen. Go in grace and peace today, my fellow members of the new creation. See you tomorrow. New Creation Common Prayer is a ministry of New Creation Community Online and Nampa College Church. You can find out more about our ministry by visiting nampacollegechurch.com. That's N-A-M-P-A collegechurch.com. Today's hymn was a Christmas Alleluia written by Chris Tomlin and performed by Ryan Gage, Ashley Gage, Toby Schmidt, and Preston Free. It was recorded and mixed by Drew McKellips. All scripture readings were out of the Common English Bible. Today's Old Testament, New Testament, and Psalm readings were by Caleb Daniels. Today's Gospel reading was by Scott Daniels. Today's devotion was produced and edited by Caleb Daniels.